Podcast people, it's us, your best friends, the podcast people. Wait, no, that's you. Oh man, I misread the thing. That's okay. We are Hack the Dino and this is our gaming cast where we bring you all the best and greatest and I was going to say fallacious, but that's wrong, uh, in video games, news, previews and uh, discussion points. We've got a fantastic show for you, as opposed to our normal shows, which aren't fantastic. This show is is fantastic but in order to kick it off we're going to continue that time love segment that we're, we're quite frankly very very famous for aren't we uh, well yeah i mean we're infam- super infamous, famous for it. Infamous, yeah, like, famous. this is the one thing that has put us on the map and we're so excited to be sharing it with everyone um you ready anto for all this yeah it's a podcast anto yeah I have no idea what we're talking about. Yes, you do. That famous segment. All right, all right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Floppy, you go first. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, the famous segment is uh, impressions. Floppy, uh, impress for us a, uh, a, a an owl at night. Who? An owl at night. Y- who? An owl at night. Who? All right, Anto, uh, do, do your do your famous impression of a dinosaur with a vivuzula. Am I a T-Rex? Because if so, I wouldn't be able to hold one. Uh, no, no, you're, Good point. you're, 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 no, it's a T-Rex, but the Vavuzula is in the branches of a tree. And you have tried to get yourself a big old Brachiosaur snack, but the Brachiosaur, being quite the wiliest of dinosaurs, was able to tiptoe past. And the T-Rex deciding, no, I'm not having this, is going, right, where's that Vavuzula tree? He's found it, he's heading on over to the Vavuzula, and he sounds like this. <laughs> It's a very specific scene. Mm, yeah, it, it is. But, you know, it's what we're known for. Yeah, I mean... And Floppy, I mean, of course, mine. Yeah, is, hit, hit oh, me yeah. mine. Come on. Your you know that one impression. I'm yeah, I know, I know, I know. You know it, you know it. Yeah, yeah boiled on. egg. Yeah, boiled egg. Here we go. For those listening, Ben's standing there still with his baldness, looking like a boiled egg. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've got a huge show to talk about, but before we uh, get into that, I thought we might talk about some of the little pickups that I got. You uh, did get some cool stuff. I did. Uh, so the Mega Toy Fair was at the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I, d- I didn't get this. <laughs> I didn't get this, so the podcast people can hear me putting my hands yeah. on a thing. I didn't get that, so rest assured. Uh, I did, however... Get, and I don't know, we're recording the podcast and I've got it in my hand, but I found a boxed copy. The box is a little rough, but still okay. Uh, of Metroid for the NES. And that sent me back $70. Now, you know what the best thing about spending $70 on an NES game such as Metroid is? It's worth more than that. <laughs> it's worth a lot more than that, almost double that. But yeah. the other best thing is that I already have a cart of Metroid, which I can sell for $70. So I have, once I sell that, in effect, got myself a free boxed copy of... Of Metroid. Well, you got yourself a free box. True, but I mean, the copy of Metroid I originally have, I bought in a huge bundle off someone who was getting out of the retro gaming biz. Okay. That's so, cool. anyway, that's yeah, cool. I mean, in that box, bundle. Box, copy of Metroid is awesome. From, I'm quite a little bit jealous. From, from memory. Do you know what I got in that bundle? No. I got a boxed Majora's Mask. Oh my gosh. I got Metroid on the NES. Oh. I got Punch Out, Mike Tyson's Punch Out on the NES. Like, all of these really, really cool games. And this guy just said, yeah, yeah 100 bucks, take them. And that was amazing, man. That's very much the thing that happened. Like that's that's you just pulling a floppy there. <laughs> I quite often do. Um, <laughs> and I also, uh, 
if you're a Patreon listener, you can watch the uh, the post show that we did for this. But uh, I was out hunting the other day and went into a cash converters mm-hmm. and was Crime walking converters. through and noticed a huge range of boxed Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. And I thought, oh, that's cool. I'll have a look. And they're all, you know, pretty r- average, pretty rubbish. And then I came across this storage compartment um, with the Game Boy Advance logo embossed on it. Uh, on the front and on the lid, it's got a translucent uh, blue lid and it lifts up and you've got a storage compartment for all your Game Boy Advance games and uh, for the Game Boy Advance as well. Uh, it is, like, I saw it. You know when you see things and you just go, yeah, I need that. I, I need yes. that. That was it. In a second. Boom. I, uh, yep, I'll grab that. Thank you. And I also got uh, Dragon Ball Legacy of Goku on the Game Boy Advance. I already had my childhood copy of the game. Very cool. Uh, it's a $180 game. I got a box version for 20 bucks, So that's rad. And I'll be selling that cartridge for 20 bucks, which will pretty much, again, balance I got out. a fake copy of Pokemon Ruby. Yeah, now why'd you buy a fake copy? I've never owned a fake copy. It sounded like it might be weird and glitchy and heck. It's like 15 bucks. Yeah, I think mostly with uh, fake copies, you find that you can't save the game. Yeah, okay. I've got Sapphire boxed OG, so yeah. Anto, you got any Hello. good pickups throughout the week? Um, not any pickups throughout the week. Um, but I recently splurged on. Oh, gross! <laughs> not like that. <laughs> um, I recently dropped some money, if you prefer that term, floppy. I prefer splurge. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I prefer came coins all over the place. <laughs> I bought <laughs> my first um, limited edition uh, Nintendo DS Lite. Um, I bought the Final Fantasy III Crystal Edition, which comes with the Warriors of Light embossed on the front or top of the DS. What release was that? Was that a Japan release? Or Japan a... release, yeah. Uh, DS, they're region free, aren't they? They are, yes. Okay. DS is, 3DS is not. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I got that and I'm waiting on that to come from Japan. Um, but that's pretty much the only thing I've bought Pretty good. Uh, probably my last fortnight. Pretty good. Uh, so tonight, today, mm-hmm. this evening, wherever you're listening to this at this point of time. Whenever you're listening. It, we're, we're all uh, knowing and spatially aware. Uh, we are going to talk about the video, unless you were talking six months in the future, in which case, so we're in July, uh, June in 2022. If you're listening to this at the end of 2022, it's kind of redundant, but you can use and- it as a time capsule. I'm ranting. Good. Uh, we're talking about game of the year so far. Game of the year so far. Out. Yes. Far out. Far out. And to take us into that segment, Floppy, you know what you got to do? I do. The elephant in a jacuzzi. Go. Get, what? The elephant in the jacuzzi. I'm do doing it. it right now, but you can't tell because I'm sitting down. We I are here it... to say thank you to the fine Patreons that help us uh, produce this show. Yay! Thank you very much to Patreons. I'd like to send a thank you out to Ash Knight, Karen Knight, Dylan the Villain, Triple Indy, uh, Mike Towns, and Game Boy Dan. And where can people go if they would like to help keep the mics on? You can go over to hackthatino.com, click on the little Patreon button, and check out all the different tiers that you may wish to be part of in our Patreon levels. That can help us out in many different ways and have many, many different benefits. And what if people don't have money, Floppy? What can they do to help us out? You can share us to your friends. Pick us up, take us to your friend's house, and say, please try this. <laughs> or sure. get them to watch the show. <laughs> either either or. Either either, or. Honestly, we're, we're fine with either. But yeah, if you can share... One of us anything. is more fine with that than the other. <laughs> if you can check us out over on all our social medias and like that and join our Discord and, um, you know, validate us because we That's need it. That's how we feel good about ourselves. Uh, floppy. Yes, mate. 
I have uh, realized in my, uh, my, my keen research uh, and my um, dedication to, to the months of the year mm. that we are pretty much halfway through 2022. You figured that out. I did. It was just me. Not a, just not, me, all on my own. Not a calendar. Well, I might have had to research some calendars to work out the exact date. Multiple. Multiple calendars. There's, there's more than one, not just the Anglo-Saxon. Ah. There's the Druid calendar. Yeah. Uh, also the... Uh, and what did we find out? We found out it's halfway through the year. Yeah, it that's is. It, it that, is halfway through the year. Yeah. So we could potentially talk about Game of the Year contenders so far. We could. Or we could talk about tattoos. Now, the thing about tattoos is that they sting when you get them. I wouldn't know. I've never had one. But... I've had one. But the funny thing also about tattoos is that they come to life with AR technology. That's right, everyone. If you have a tattoo and have an AR app, little known fact, the radiation from your phone will imbue into your cells and bring any tattoo you have to life. So if you have a, a bit of a hankering for your... All right, we're talking about Game of the Year so far. I can't keep this yeah. up. Uh, what's the, the first one? Well, I've got a list here of the highest rating games of the year mm -hmm. and their Metacritic score. Correct. And then at the end, we'll have a look at some of the games which are due to come out this year mm -hmm. and maybe give our opinion Opinions. on what will be the game of the year. Sure. Okay, so Floppy, what have we got right. first? First one off the top of the rank is one that I've just finished. Well, Dad finished. Uh, Sifu, which has Metacritic of 81, which is not bad. It's a pretty good score. Mm. Uh, so this is uh, up there because it has this fantastic, unique gameplay mechanic with death aging you upon resurrection, which is something that I'd, I've never seen before. I don't know if it's been a thing. I don't think so. So it's really unique, really new to the gaming world, as far as I'm aware. Uh, really nice, simple kung fu combat with a rewarding parry and combo system. Uh, great stylistic choice, I think, that uh, seems to suit the settings very well. And, you know, it, f it feels, feels fresh and it feels new. 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 Blue. Yeah. That's my that's that's my opinions on why it's up there and what it has going for it for game of the year as a contender. Does it look pretty? It looks very pretty. Does it play smoothly? Yes. Oh, actually, it plays stupidly smooth. Really? Like the the combat, um, the parry system, and then sort of your blocking and combat is super smooth. It's actually ridiculously cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, you should play it. Uh, on baby ass baby mode. Oh, of course. Look who you're talking to. Of course, baby. I played Ninja Turtles on baby ass baby mode because I wanted to sit there and grin like an idiot, which I did. As opposed to when I usually grin like a, a sophisticated individual. Or a serial killer. Yeah, that too. Do you know, just as an aside... <laughs> okay. Don't do that on serial killer. <laughs> no, I um, was talking to someone the other day and I went to describe how I, I looked. Murdered them. <laughs> and I referred to myself as looking like a condom. So... Uh, <laughs> I would have said more like a giant penis. Well, you know, probably the sheath. Anyway, PG. What what else is PG, mm. Floppy? Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which has come out with a score of 82. Is this the highest rating Star Wars game that's come out? Star Wars game? Uh, sorry, not Star Wars game. Or Lego, uh, Lego game. game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, actually. I couldn't tell you. That's something that'd be interesting. If anyone out there on in the chat or I don't know, possibly on a computer in the next room wants to check out what the highest Metacritic <laughs> scoring Lego game is, that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, so this is takes that time honored Lego system, changes just enough and adds a few new things to make an excellent Lego game. I've spoken about it earlier and what I was playing. Um, its sheer size is amazing as it 
stretches over nine films and has it's a huge game is massive uh so in that aspect you get great value for your money out of this Mm -hmm. uh excellent writing i think great dialogue very funny uh and it has set a standard for lego games to come Mm. and pg game yeah uh very funny as well yeah excellent and so many characters to collect. So much collectibles. Uh, I think this has got the most characters to collect out of any Lego game. And they're, like, they even gave away characters on the website. Yeah. Like you go to the website and they go, oh, here's some like Darth Vader in a Christmas outfit. Yep. Uh, C-3PO. Which I haven't done. I really should do that. With, with his red leg. You get it for free. And, and just... Boba Fett. It was really catered to both Star Wars fans and Lego fans. Yeah. And like they did even little things like, you know, that whole uh, theory about... Um, Poe, Dameron, and Jay. Uh, sorry, Finn. How mm. they they were supposed to be like they were played. The actors played them as lovers, but they were told no, it wasn't happening. And it was that fan outcry to to make them a couple. Uh, no, never heard that. Anyway, that, that, cool. You look at the title screen, yeah, and Finn is with Rose, and then he looks at her, and he looks over at Poe, and then he goes over and puts his arm around Poe, and Poe like puts his arm around him as well. And controversial, all very, very not controversial at all. No, Just no, giving I think it's fans great. what they want. I think that's great, Anto. So, according to Metacritic, yep, Lego Star Wars Two: The Original Trilogy sits at eighty-six. Oh, wow! Well, lift your game, Lego. Jeez. <laughs> lift your game, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, next up, that came out this year, and I, I forgot this came out in January. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus has scored an eighty-three on Metacritic. Critic. Meta cricket. That's right. Meta cricket. It's the cricket who uh, chirps all the scores. The all-knowing cricket, the meta cricket, <laughs> who Jiminy, sits there and heck. and casts out what he believes, or sh- I don't know what the mega critic. Oh, so, Pokemon anyway, Legends Arceus, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's a, a ref- refresh of the Pokemon formula. What I really like about this is they took a chance, and I personally think that this was a test to see what they could get away with in an open world game. Because believe it or not... It's not open world, is it? No, it's an open area. Yeah. But Pokemon Violet and Scarlet are very much an open world. So I think this was either prepping us for that or them seeing how it would be received. Uh, Pokemon fans don't like change, believe it or not. Remember the National Dex outcry? I mean, mean, Anto? It's kind of weird that they don't like change considering the series is all about evolution. Yeah, but... But counter to that, counter to that, (laughs) name me one of the generations. One. (laughs) Correct. Well done. Oh, that goes prove my point. Did that go to my quiz on your face school? No. Uh, One generation where the storyline differs greatly. Never. Generation one through to generation eight. uh, You're a small child. You get a Pokeball. There's an evil team. You find the mythical. You beat the Elite Four, you become the champion. They're like legit all the same, aren't they? They are all the same. And because even Game Freak has said this, Pokemon is aimed at kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, there's a meta game there for adults, but it is aimed at kids. And every they've said every Pokemon game is someone's first game. Huh. So that is why they stick with that formula because Makes sense when you say a that little that. kid will come along and play it. And, you know, if you're not liking that story, then don't play the game. Don't complain about it. Mm. However, what Arceus did was, I think, aim it more at the old men and old people. Well, old man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I didn't play Pokemon Arceus, that's what we're talking about. 
uh, it looked a little rough on the outdated Switch hardware, which I still maintain, uh, but it is a fun and engaging gameplay loop which held my attention longer than other Pokemon spin-offs and even some of the generations uh, have been able to. So I still go back and play uh, a, a gameplay loop because they've added things like uh, increased odds to get shinies and ways to get harder to get uh, Pokemon. Um, the, the shiny thing as well, being a shiny collector, uh that's what really hooked me in. And yes, they made it technically easier to get a shiny in this game. And yeah, shinies are less valuable now. Who cares? It's it's a different color Pokemon that doesn't affect anything. It's a different uh, skin, which you can collect and then put in the box and then not worry about it. So just calm down, everyone. Because Enjoy it. Shiny. Because it got 83% and it is a game of the year contender. 83. What do you think of Pokemon Arceus, Anto? Uh, I had a good time with it from what I played of it. I didn't finish it like, you know, most people did. Um, I put about 70 hours into it. So, I, you know, I got my time and money's worth. But, um, like, define, I don't think many people did finish finish it. Like, I think most people saw credits. Yeah, that's, that's probably a better way to describe it. Like, I didn't it. roll credits on it. Um, but I caught, you know, a good 300 or so Pokemon. So, um, just, just to be clear with Arceus... There is a storyline that ends with you capturing the legendary Pokemon, but then the post-game goes on for like another 10 hours. That's not a post-game. That's just half... Correct. The, correct. That's intermission. And you have to collect every single Pokemon in order to finish it. Yeah. Which is doable. You can collect all those Pokemon in that game. It's just too it much. It becomes a lot harder, becomes a lot more of a challenge. Uh, I'm almost, I think I've got two Pokemon left to get, and then I can uh, go on and, and go up against the actual main boss. So there... There you go. All right. Um, yeah. Next up, uh, I don't think any of us have played this game, but I wanted to I, mention I it. really want to, though. Yeah, this next game is Tunic. But I keep forgetting about it. Now, Tunic scored an 85. Uh, because none of us have played it, but we have seen it, I've decided to get the quote from Matt Mahardy from Polygon. And they wrote, It's combat can be uh, can become cloying, especially during later... Uh, repetitive, oh, okay. especially during later boss fights, and its level design doesn't always allow for the most leisurely backtracking, but its willingness to trust the player's intelligence, patience, and most of all, thirst for discovery make it a masterful adventure in its own right. Um, every review I've had, or I've read, or listened to of this game speaks insanely favorably about it. They, dis uh, they call it a Zelda-like, but with uh, a bit of a higher difficulty level. Uh, the puzzles aren't as simplistic as you may expect, uh, and uh, just collectibles galore. The best thing about this game, and I personally love this, you collect pages of the instruction manual throughout <laughs> the game, and you piece together the instruction manual. So is and that when how you, you get learn it, abilities? it can be, yeah. But uh, oh, stick. when you get these pages and you look at them, they look like old NES uh, pages in the old manuals. So it's Again, very heavily based on Zelda. So what's this on? Uh, this one is on Xbox. Cool. Game and Pass. it is coming to... Yeah, it's free on Games Pass, uh, but it's also coming to Switch later in... Uh, sorry, not Switch, PlayStation 5 later in the year. I it was just announced. just throw this down onto the Xbox off of Game Pass when I get home. You should. It's, it's a real cool game, it real fun really game. It really good. Um, it is challenging, though. But that's a good thing. I will give it a crack. Like I'm not saying I'll stick it. I just I really appreciate what it looks like. What other game did you give a crack, Floppy? I gave a big crack. 
Okay. At um, Horizon Forbidden West. I've been talking about it on the show for most of the year because it's taken. Floppy a also time. loves doing squats, by the way. So uh, take you know what? That information I really you don't. My knees are mm. the worst. But that well, big not crack. The worst, but they're pretty bad. Big crack. Yeah. Uh, so Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I spoke about it many times. I spoke about Horizon Zero Dawn being my favourite game of that year, twenty eighteen. Seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Thank you. Uh, do you know what it was beaten by? Yes, I do know what it was beaten what, by. What was it beaten yeah, by? It was beaten by Breath of the Wild. That's right. That's right. It's just a shame that... And then they had that really cool DLC that came out. And what came out just after that? What other DLC came out that was better? Right. Breath of the Wild. Breath of, Breath of the Wild, Wild came DLC. out after the DLC, yeah. Yeah, uh, they did. does not change my opinion whatsoever. No, um, it And Horizon Free West, Forbidden West came out... Uh, been looking forward to this for a long time, as had a lot of other people. And a Metacritic score was 88, which is a fantastic score. Um, so it basically was Horizon Zero Dawn, perfected and enlarged, engorged, if you will. Mm. Mm. Big game. It is a big game. Mm. It is a huge map. Big game. Um, I really like that it doesn't cheat and strip you of all the weapon abilities and then have you starting from scratch again like a lot of other games do. Um, I know Metroid's kind of famous for that and it kind of works into that storyline. So this one had you starting the game with your previous abilities and everything and building on them and learning new things uh, while adding different ways for you to travel and all sorts. Would you think that that would exclude people from picking up? So if I haven't played the first one, but I decide I want to play the second one, is, would that exclude me? Will I get no. halfway through and go, oh, this no, is rubbish? No, because it gave you a really nice little recap at the beginning, right. which was just enough to get you up to scratch as to what was going on, but it didn't take so long that you felt like you were missing out. And then it gave you a nice little recap of your abilities in the very first area. The very first area is kind of like a tutorial just to learn for people that hadn't done it mm. um, or to just remember for people like me who hadn't played it for four years. Cool. Yeah, um, really well done. So it was very aware of, that... It was very accessible. Cool. Uh, in that aspect. Um, and I think done really... I think they put a lot of thought into that. Because I really... I personally... The way what I got from it is they didn't want to go the route of, oh no, you've forgotten how to use your abilities and now we must relearn them. Uh, no. You, you practiced a few things mm -hmm. and you had all your abilities and whatnot and you gained new things, which was really cool. Um... Storyline is epic. Like, this is one of the coolest stories, I think, told in video games in quite a long time for its sheer scope. It is essentially, it's a movie slash TV show that needs to be made at some point. Like, the story is awesome. I, is that, no, God of War is, and Last of Us is, surely this is as well. I, I mean, there was, surely. I'm sure there was something. I'll believe it when I If see only it. they were owned by a company that Anto? had a massive studio. Anto? Uh, I was just going to say the same thing. Like, after seeing... Maybe it's because I watched both of these games played from start to finish back to back. Yeah. But I feel like because I was a silent observer almost, um, I feel like the story creepy. would suit a TV series or a movie really, really well if they did it right. Yeah, it's always going to be if they did it right. Um, one thing they did do really, really right was side missions. There is a lot of side missions, but none of them feel useless like they all feel like they have their own little important reason to go do them wonder what that feels like uh, <laughs> sorry nintendo <laughs> fetch quests um although essentially when you boil them down a lot of them are just fetch quests or puzzle things but they have this way of writing them, the interactions you have with npcs make it f like give them their own little mini story and it's actually really really cool uh the amount of detail and work that's gone into the environmental 
graphics in this thing is unmatched. Like, it is easily, I think, the best looking game when it comes to detail out this year so far. Hmm. In my opinion. Cool. Uh, speaking of best things out this year. Oh, I was about to. <laughs> yeah, I was stuck there. <laughs> Trapped in a vortex. Uh, we can't talk about game of the year so far without mentioning this title. It's Elden Ring. It's yeah. got a 96 on Metacritic. That is ridiculous. Uh, we were lucky enough to have a preview copy given to us to which Anto streamed. Uh, Anto, did you stream it before release date? Uh, I did, yes. Yeah, um, what did you think of it? So I, I did myself a little bit of a disservice by playing it on previous-gen hardware. Right. Um, I think out of all the versions released, the Xbox One version of the game is probably the roughest one. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, in terms of frame rate and just overall sort of level of polish, because the system's a little bit weaker than the base PlayStation 4. Um, but ultimately, I went in with the approach that it was a Souls game, it is a Souls game. It's a very good one. Um, and I liked the preview so much that I went and bought the PS5 version after playing it, which I told myself probably prior to it coming out I wasn't going to do until it had come down in price. Um, I don't personally think this one is going... Not going. I don't think it's deserving of... Game of the year, personally. Why not? Why? Why would you? What? What's your criteria for something to deserve a game? Um, I think accessibility is the biggest one. Like, it may have sold a lot of copies. Um, but ultimately, you know, Elden Ring is a very challenging, punishing experience. Like, it's a little bit more forgiving than previous titles in, you know, the From Software sort of factory, I guess. Um, but I don't know how many people will have finished it or sort of persevered through the frustration that these games can cause. Whereas something like Forbidden West or Lego Star Wars, you can sort Purple of jump Nikes. in, modify the difficulty, play it at your own sort of speed and ability. And Elden Ring just says like, hey, you have to sort of play by our rules and you can't change that. So basically... Those other games are going, hey, uh, we, we, we want you to play this game. We want you to enjoy it. Um, if you go along this way, you can do this. Don't forget to do this. Uh, if you like, you can go along the main path. Uh, there's some side quests there. Just have a good time. Enjoy yourself. And then Elden Ring goes, ha ha, F you, do this. Kind of, but only when it comes to combat. Um, you can very much, you know, there, there's definitely a critical path you can take through the game to finish it quickly without, you know, having to kill every boss and every side quest. Um... But I think, last I checked, the boss count in this game is like 122 fights. Ugh. And they're all really, really punishingly But hard. can't you cheese some of the boss fights? Yes, um, but they've patched a lot of it out. Oh, um, really? That's some of, lame. Some of the enemies you could convince to walk off cliffs and die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> there was one that I heard about yeah. where if you took an alternate track and had just a heap and heap of arrows, there was... like it Because... As in all those, all these games and all these worlds, the big bosses just stand there, sort of waiting, waiting for for someone to come, and they just stand there. And there was like this boss apparently was surrounded by stones, but there was a hole in one of them, and you could see the boss's head. And if you got the arrow at yep. the right trajectory, it went through the hole, and you could just sit there for half an hour lobbing arrows, and eventually the boss would die. Yeah, you could technically kill it without it sort of spawning its health bar and not having to worry about it attacking you at all. Uh, it was great. 
Um, but yeah, a lot of that's been removed in subsequent patches because, you know, I guess they want the game to be challenging. But yeah, I think, personally, I think this is going to win Game of the Year. Um, the next closest runner-up in my brain is Forbidden West. But yeah, I, I don't personally think a game like Elden Ring should get it. Um, just based on sales numbers alone and, you know, quality of the game based on Dark Souls players. So for you, it's accessibility. For me, it's, I I think, ultimately, there's more criteria that I would judge based on Game of the Year. Um, But I I don't think, purely because of how hard this is to finish for the majority of people, it should win Game of the Year. It's definitely a fantastic video game. Like, I think it's a 10 out of 10. But I'm a Dark Souls player and a Dark Souls fan, and I've played the others... So for me, it was just a refinement of those previous games. Oh, so. why we're here, and uh, Floppy, what do you think should be game of the year? I'm well, just talking about that one. I'm on the very, I'm on the same train as uh, as Anto is, and I think this will probably win. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually think it's deserving. I think it's got where it is. No, it look, it's got where it is on its merits, but I think it got further than it should due to hype. This thing was hyped and marketed really, really well. And this is the first time in recent memory where hype has actually helped the game. Yeah. Oh, like, and it did, and it did. It's, everyone was talking about it. Mm. Um, even people that had never played a Souls-like game was like, oh, I think I should give this Elden Ring a game. Now, I believe it would be really interesting to see the percentage of the game played. Yeah, that would be really like, interesting how many metrics, people actually. got to, like, 60%? How that's, many people got 1%? And that's went, exactly nope. what I was go- getting at. Thank yeah. you for wording it in a way that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it is a great game. I don't know if it's brought anything new. I haven't played it. It's not my sort of jam. So everything I say is based on See, similarly, talking to others. I, uh, so we've got Mr. Googles in the chat who's a first-time Souls player. And he has mentioned in the chat that uh, he was uh, trepidatious about starting Elden Ring. Yep. Uh, but Elden Ring was my first Souls game and I was scared of how punishing it could be but found it easy, just had to get good. Uh, he says, visually great game, uh, visual great gameplay and story solid all over. Yeah. Uh, they loved it. So I think just what uh, a first-time player like Mr. Giggles is saying, that visually it's good, uh, the gameplay was good, the story was good, yeah, it's a good, solid all over. Surely that ticks all the boxes for a game of the year. So did many other games though. But I don't feel like this has brought anything new. And I think that should be a big... Uh, Can I remind of you of it. the game that won 2017? Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Should have that not have won it? <sighs> Look, I mean, if you ask my personal opinion, no. Horizon, <laughs> Horizon Zero Blast. Dawn should have won it. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, But yeah, like everyone that I spoke to, uh, well, not everyone, but like I, I have a few, I know a few people who are big Souls fans mm-hmm. and they were like, it's a great game. But And I, was, and I would ask, did it do anything new? And they're like, not really. Yeah. So I, I don't feel like that. Why should. is it so engaging then? Is it the gameplay? Uh, I think it's hype. Really? Yeah, I really is. Anto, everyone, everyone's talking about it, so I need to be. I need to play it too. Anto, well, that's true. Um, but being someone who's played a lot of Souls games, mm-hmm. was the story uh, more engaging than your typical Souls game? Um, I think so. Um, uh, for me personally, Dark Souls One is probably still the the peak of Souls lore, if you will. Um, you have to do a bit of searching and reading for the story. Like it's not, it's not given to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not like a cinematic experience like something like Forbidden West would be. Um, what's there is fascinating. Um, it's mostly the backstory of bosses that 
is the most interesting part for me. Okay. Um, and just the way the world has ended up as it has in Elden Ring. Okay, so it's, it's lore-rich yeah. as opposed to storyline-rich. Yeah, you've got to do a bit of digging. Um, and if you really, really want to appreciate it, I feel like the best thing to do is, you know, do a deep dive on the Elden Ring wiki and really understand it because it's, you know, epic and grand in scale, but it doesn't give you any of that in a direct way within the game itself. Mm. Um, well, likewise, yeah. I haven't played Elden Ring. Uh, I was very tempted to but decided to watch some YouTubers play. There's a uh, specific YouTuber or streamer who I like called Sea uh, Dog VA, um, who is a very loud British man who lives in Japan, and he's hilarious. Like he, he's, a whole lot of different things in there. <laughs> his edits of games are great. Uh, and I enjoyed watching him play it, but watching him play it, I just went, yeah, not for me. Having said that, my prediction to Game of the Year is, yes, it so far is Elden Ring. However... I maintain that there is one game that has come out that no one's talking about, which has had a larger impact on gaming as a whole than any of the games we've listed. Now, I said this back in... Um, don't, read the, don't read the run sheet. Let me have this. Before you say this, can I talk about some games that are still coming out this year that we, we haven't no, mentioned? No, we're going to do that next. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, just read that. Just, I told you not to read it. Help it. So back in whenever Pokemon Go launched, I made the argument, you can go back and listen to the podcast, mm. I made the argument that Pokemon Go was the game of the year because so many people were playing. You remember when Pokemon Go came out? It was a, a absolute... Yeah, I remember it, having nearly five car accidents because of people playing Pokemon Go where they drove. It was the closest thing to world unity we've ever had because it was that much of an impactful game. And that, for me, it should be the most impactful game which includes graphics, visuals, blah, 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 blah. But they're not the most important, the most socially impactful game. And for me, the game that came out this year, which everyone has played and everyone is talking about, and even old granny down the street is playing, is, that's right, Wordle. Now, you think this is a gag? I am deadly serious. Wordle needs to be game of the year. I stopped playing Wordle. But you played it, right? I've moved on to Hurdle. Oh, well, but that's the thing. It's had so many spin-offs. There's a Pokemon one. There's a, a chef one. There's a country one. Like, Wordle is, <laughs> like, it's, it's so engaging. It brings people together. People have competitions. Uh, I was listening to a podcast by Paul Behoven, who's a, a podcaster over here in Australia, and he and his wife both make an effort of each day they go for a walk down to the cafe and they time each other as to who can get it first in the quickest possible time. It's <laughs> it's an event. It's bringing people together through gaming and that to me is what the biggest impact of the game of the year should be right you can all tell me why i'm right now i thought we could mention a few games that haven't come out yet <laughs> you didn't tell me i was right no you, you know you picked up on that uh it's very perceptive of you uh did you have something to say there anto not really, but I do have a question about our criteria for stuff that's still coming out this year. Yes. Yep. Are we talking calendar or financial? We are talking December 2022. Yeah, calendar. Cool. Because <laughs> I think God of War has been delayed to next year. Oh, not officially yet. And no. Kauri Barlog still says November. Okay, cool. So there's a couple of games coming out, though, that we haven't talked about. There's things like uh, Gotham Knights. Yeah, that's Screaming Avengers to me. It's it's it's. See, it's screaming way better than Avengers to me. No, I've got reservations I, I, about that. I, it screams Batman Arkham series to me. See, I would say it's screaming. I want to be Spider Man. Like the it's, the game Spider Man. It, it, it's there won't be Batman. Yeah, I know. But it's, what I'm saying it's Nightwing, is Nightwing. He wants to be Batman. I know, 
But the game plan, Robin, he wants to be Batman. They don't want Batgirl's actually called Batgirl like Batman. Robin doesn't want to be Batman. Like Dick Grayson had the opportunity to and yeah, gave it back. Dick right, Grayson's Nightwing. Previously, he was Robin. Yeah, and he left and went to Bloodham, uh, be Bloodhaven because he didn't want to be Batman. He didn't want to get out of his shadow. Are we going to throw down about comic law? Because I'm not talking Spider Man to you, mate. Baby. I'm not talking Spider Man to you, that's for sure. Um, anyway. But look, what else have we got? We've got so we've got Gotham Knights, which is going to be a big game. It is. Don't know how it's going to go yet, but it's getting a lot of traction. I don't think it'll be game of the year. Um, I don't think it'll even be in the conversation. Look, I think it'll be up there. I don't know if it'll be in the runner. I reckon sixty-eight out of a hundred. Really? Yep. I reckon eighty. At I least. think it, no. I think it's in trouble. Sixty to seventy. Tops. You know what does usually score well? The F one twenty twenty something games. Racing games never win. No, they won't. But it will be up there. Yeah, having um, said that, Forza Horizon won IGN's Game of the Year last year. Correct, and there's and they've just announced Forza, uh, Forza the DLC, Motorsport. Yeah, but you, I told you about the DLC for Forza. Yeah, Horizon. Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels, man, can you imagine how that'll look? Oh, that'll look oh, amazing, beautiful. Um, what else have we got? Uh, I'm just scrolling through the list now. Xenoblade Chronicles Three, that's going to score really well. Um, oh. One that we have n- we have never mentioned ever. Ooh. Autobahn Police Simulator Three. Yeah, there's a reason for that, Floppy. There's a reason it's a number three. Because, like, pumping out cheap crap's a good way to get a cash flow in. Correct. Or become I feel a like tax that's an influencer off. game. Like that's something that like a that's something that a YouTuber would play, and that's it. <laughs> it'll be uh, you watch. It'll be there's Saints Row's coming. That's not going to do great, but it'll be something. I yeah. don't think any of these are Game of the Year contenders besides God of War. I'm going to throw one out there that Ben's going to hate me for. Go for it. Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> oh, you know what? Is still listed for this year, but hasn't got a date. Correct. Hogwarts. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is listed um, for this year. That's a good So is call. Lord of the Rings Gollum. Mm. Gollum has a release date, though. Does it? I believe so. When is it meant to come out? I believe November. I'm looking oh. at a list of November games and it's not in there. Um, Maybe I dreamt it. Possibly. But yeah, Hogwarts, I mean, I don't know how likely it is to get a date now, halfway through the year, but it's Rule still of thumb, this year. If something's got a release date in December, mm. you better believe there's a 9 out of 10 chance that thing's getting moved like yeah. to 2023. The closer you get to the end of the year, the more possible it is that they're getting shafted. Golub is 2nd of September. There you go. Sorry. Told you. But yeah, so there's a couple in there that might sneak it in. Like, they haven't got the hype that a lot of the other games have had. Mm. Doesn't mean they won't score well. It's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still think Wordle's going to take it out. Do you know what else is going to get taken out? Uh, deals? I don't deals. have the deals button, but deals! Flopping? Deals. I really had an, I had a Wordle thing for you. Oh, really? Can I can I jump in with this Wordle thing for All you? Right, hit me. Hit me with your Wordle. So this is why Wordle may win Game of the Year. Why? True story uh, from a friend of the show. Uh, Wordle has saved a life, apparently. Actually saved a human life. So there was a mum that didn't message her daughter her yes, Wordle result for this. the day. The daughter got worried, called the cops, turned out mum had been kidnapped and was locked in a basement of her home. Wordle saves lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wordle also shouldn't be eligible. Why? Because it came out in October last year. Damn it. Well, bugger. Shot us down. But uh, <laughs> there you go. So Elden Wordle Ring, congratulations life. on being... 20- <laughs> <laughs> Did you save a life? Probably not. 
All right. Deals. Deals. Okay. Deals today. Uh, I've got a video for this first one. Now, this first one on Switch may be a little controversial. It is an R18 game, and it uh, may hit a little close to home for some people because it is dealing with some pretty serious content. It is called This War of Mine. Uh, it is a game about war, but you're not a soldier. You are playing civilians trying to escape the atrocities of war. Do you know I had about three jokes then, and I decided not to say any of them. Good. Very, very good. Uh, so this is, yeah, like I said, R18 game. Very Fallout, like original Fallout, hey? Looks like Fallout Shelter almost. Yeah. Uh, this is, with this one, you get the full game, plus the anniversary edition update with new characters, locations, and a new ending, and four other story DLCs. So this is a complete package. Normally 60 bucks. It's $3. Why wouldn't you just grab it? It's 3 Disco, bucks. If you, yeah. Look, it is, it is a pretty full-on storyline, but it is a really well-crafted game. It will hit you in the feels. Michael Towns in the chat has said, played this years ago on PC. It's sad. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But you know why it's sad? Because it tells its story really well. Oh, wow. And Dylan the Villain in the chat just said, I got this when the developers decided to donate profits to the Ukraine war effort. Yep. Good on them. Fantastic. And I'll support that. But yeah, three bucks. This is up there. So if you don't have it, like, yeah, grab it. It's so good. Um, also on the Switch this week, or this month, Castlevania Anniversary Edition. Now, I I had a I took a list of the games that are included in this because there is as uh, a lot. Top of my head, it's uh, all the Castlevanias for the NES. Oh, here we go. You got Castlevania, Castlevania Two, Simon's Quest, Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse, Super Castlevania Four, Castlevania the Adventure, Castlevania Two, Belmont's Revenge, Castlevania Bloodlines. Kid Dracula, never released in English before. Correct. And History of Castlevania, Book of the Crescent Moon. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games, and they're very good games if you like those type of Metroidvania type and things. And instead of $30, mm-hmm. it's 6 bucks. Why wouldn't you? Like, even just to dabble in these games, yeah. 6 bucks is worth just to muck around. I'll be getting this. Uh, Anto. Hello. Tell us about Castlevania quickly. Um, the originals and the ones in this compilation are pre-Metroidvania, so pre-Symphony of the Night. Um, these ones are similar to Mega Man in how they are platformers that are action-based, very difficult. Um, if you're into, like, Hammer horror movies or, like, B-horror movies, like Frankenstein and Dracula and all the really silly ones that came out in the 60s and 70s, uh, this is basically all of that thrown into an action platformer, and they're just a really good time. But Anto... Hello. What is man? What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. That's right. Really now enough feeling talk. like I have at read the next a page game. of a book. <laughs> hey, so these stories, the stories in the Castle of Anyone's, they follow on, yes? Yes. All of them? Uh, yeah. They jump around a bit, they don't all, they? they? They jump around time-wise a little bit, but they all feed into the overall story together. What about Kid Dracula? Yes. Really? Even Kid Dracula. You get this. Dracula has a kid. Kid Dracula. Kid Dracula. His name's Alucard. Oh, don't do that. Alucard. I've seen Helsing. Alucard Dracula. Um, so yeah, six bucks for like nine games seems pretty pretty awesome. So those are some uh, awesome deals on Switch. Likewise, if you're a Contra fan, yeah, uh, that Contra collection is also six dollars on the Switch eShop as well. Now that's really hard, isn't it, Contra? Contra. Yeah, no, it's a shmup. Yeah. For Wait, those hang on. uninitiated, shmup means shoot 'em up. Yep. The Contra collection's out already. I thought that was coming out ages away. No, no, the Contra collection that came out the same time as the Castlevania collection with the, uh, I think, the NES ports and some of the Game Boy ports. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. There's a limited run 
collection coming yeah. out. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, the big physical one. Is that the one that had like the the SNES car? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, really cool deals on the Switch. There's actually heaps of good deals. It's worth just jumping on the store and perusing. Read out the next title. I'm just going to tell you what my tired eyes read. Okay, the next one for the PlayStation is Hitman <laughs> Game of the Year Edition. So you've got a written here, an abbreviation for Game of the Year. G-O-T-Y. So it says Hitman G-O-T-Y Edition. Yes. You'd heard it as Goatsy, didn't you? No. Oh, I wish I did. I read it as Hitman Golf Edition. <laughs> <laughs> I went, what? And yeah. my brain... Hole in so one. <laughs> Because my brain's so tired, I went, oh, that sounds cool. Oh, I wouldn't mind playing that. What's that about? So, I'm a, I'm a pretty decent fan of the Hitman games. I don't know if you've ever played them. I've not. I played them back from PS2 and stuff. Uh, one of the better video game movies was a Hitman movie. Uh, fight me. I don't care. Um, so, yeah, this is the sort of reboot, I guess you would call it, of the newer ones, the next-gen game, or last-gen game, sorry now. This is the full base game, uh, plus all the bonus campaign missions. It's got new weapons, new outfits, new contracts. Um, normally 90 bucks, $18. Sorry, did he just shoot someone in the head and they fell into a rose bush? Yeah, pretty sure. Is that how you get away with not being caught? Sure. Wow. Because cool. the rose bush is thick and it leaves them standing so they just still look like they're alive. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really like the Hitman games. I like the fact that they really go all out on the multiple different ways that you can achieve your goal. So you can go gunsplaining. Never works out well for you. Don't. Just don't. Uh, but you can snipe. You can set up traps. You can lure people away. You can poison. You can, you can poison. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite moments was in, I think it was Hitman 2. I might be wrong. But it's where you had to... Um, take out a mob boss who was in a house being watched by FBI. And so you could go to a veterinary place, get like some sedatives, go find some donuts, inject the sedatives into the donuts, leave it outside of the FBI's van, knock on the door, run away. They come out, eat them, pass out in the van, go steal their, uh, their uniforms, look at the cameras, get in, assassinate your dude and go home. Wow. It was so good. So it's basically a puzzle game. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. With killing folk. Yeah, just like puzzle games, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other one oh, on the PlayStation. I'm thinking Monopoly, sorry. Actually, you might really dig this one on the PlayStation if you haven't played it already, is Unravel. So that I have played Unravel. You have played this one? Yes. So what was the game we looked at before where he came out of the one kind of um, style looking game? It was a platformer. The X Game Freak developers one? Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> yeah, it, this is what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Unravel. So you play a ball of yarn, essentially. 2D platformer. It is beautiful. Um, really cool physics-based puzzle adventure. Um, you can see from like it gives me gives me those feels that I get from the really um, really artistic 2D platformers that I've played over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. uh, I love this game. There was a second one as well where you work together as uh, two balls of yarn, and you, but you have to like link arms together to swing certain distances. I certainly and, uh, love working my balls together with yarn. PG. Yeah. I'm talking about my basketballs. Yes, this is normally thirty bucks down to seven dollars. Uh, Island of Lana, I think it was. Maybe I think it was that one. But yeah, Island of um, Island of Lana, Unravel seven dollars on the PlayStation Store. Totally worth that one. So this one gives me kind of um, sort of limbo. Limbo meets Little Big Planet kind of vibes. Yep. Yeah, I put that. It, it, Yoshi's epic yarn. Yeah, and that that's a good comparison yeah. considering you All know those. yarn. 
Yeah. Uh, reminds me of It Takes Two, almost. Mm. Yep. So all of those 2D platformers that are really good on, uh, really big on artistic style and sort of nice feels. I will say as well, the thing with these games as well, the your your yarn project. Yeah. Um, and you have to finish the game before you run out of yarn. Yeah, as you in, do. You are becoming unravelled. You, yeah, you are unraveling. You you die at the end, <laughs> which is a little dark yeah. when you think about it like that. Not really. Uh, on piece PlayStation Plus this month. Uh, Shinobi Striker if you're a Naruto fan uh, I know well I know we've got some fighting game fans in in the chat in the chat I think is uh, uh, Triple Indy in there? no Triple Indy's not joining us Anto's pointing to uh, themselves Anto doesn't like fighting games mm, I just or like Naruto. fighting Naruto I like real fighting now, have you played Shinobi Striker, Anto? Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I have downloaded it, which is a first for me in a few months. Like, I haven't picked up most PlayStation Plus stuff really? the last few months. Um, this is effectively a continuation of, like, the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series. Mm-hmm. Um, except instead of it being, like, a one-versus-one arena-style fighter, it's team-based. So you play online with uh, two or three other people. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, other I'm excited people. to give it a go, but I don't know how much of the game we get for free because there are about seven season passes. Wow. So, I'm going to throw yeah. it out there. You don't get any of them. <laughs> yeah. None. You get to pay to have them. And if you don't want to do that one, you could always play Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which I know you're pretty keen on, aren't you? Uh, I will play it because I want to play as Toph and the Avatar characters. That's But all. it's got SpongeBob. Uh, who cares? I want to play as Toph. Toph His- rules. A sponge. Yeah, Toff's blind and kicks ass. Doesn't wear cool pants with a tie. Uh, excuse me, Toff does oh, wear okay. very cool pants. With a tie? Uh, probably under their... Um... Patrick. Okay. Next. Yay! That's actually a good point. Sorry, someone just pointed out in the chat, uh, Townsy. Um, this is worth picking up now if you haven't played it before because they just released the patch that gives voices and items and extra stuff to do and play. Huh. Um, so... Prior to this, it was a very bare bones, like, sort of almost stock sound effects and stuff kind of game. Uh, now all the characters are voiced. Yeah, right. Which is lovely. Helga from? Um, so, yeah, get it. Hey, Arnold. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, cool. All right, there. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Download that if you've got PlayStation Plus. Cause I didn't realize Invader Zim was in it. Sweet. Cool. Um, over on Xbox, coming to Game Pass this month is Assassin's Creed no, Origins. No, you read it how you wrote it. Ass Creed Origins. Thank you. <laughs> I always shorten it to Ask Creed. I wrote that on a poster that was uh, for public once until someone pointed it out. Mm, mm. Uh, so Assassin's Creed Origins uh, set in uh, ancient Egypt. This is probably the last one that I really enjoyed of the Assassin's Creed games. Uh, I'm a big fan of the series, or was. Um, this what is made you not like the series? Passes? When it became less Assassin Creedy. So more of an RPG. Uh, yeah, more of an RPG and more of a... Like, I really liked the battle between the Assassins and the Templars. Right. And that was sort of... It was really prevalent in the first, say, four or five games. And then it sort of petered off a little bit. And then this one was like the birth of the Assassins and the birth of what would have become the Templars. And after that, it became a really cool Greek warrior game and really cool Viking game that didn't really have much to do with the Assassin Creed. Mm -hmm. So, And they got so big... Like, ridiculously big. Um, this one was really cool. I really liked the setting as well, like the whole ancient Egypt thing. I thought it was really cool. I climbed a pyramid. So It was good. It looks amazing. Um, you would think it would be really bland and uh, sort of empty. 
Mm-hmm. But they, they managed to fill it up with enough verticality somehow. I'm not even really sure how they did it. To make it still interesting and very Assassin's Creed, still leaps of faith and stuff like that. Cool. Really cool. Um, that's on Game Pass. So is a little thing called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Do it. Play it. Grab it. Do it. Seriously, do it. Just don't. It's free. It's on Game Pass. Download it now. No Play one. it. You will thank me later. It's fantastic. Go on. Grab it. No one. No one. No. It's a seriously just a wonderful game. Yeah. Just a fantastic and wonderful game. Ah, uh, oh, and it's it got a fun story. Really cool man. And like things like they keep things such as the foot soldiers dressing up as pizza guys, and they clearly still just foot yeah, soldiers. Like they're dressed up, but it's just a hat. And they're, like they're behind a counter and then jump out and go, ha, 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 ha. I was like, I know it was you. And like they just get smacked with your weapons. I saw somewhere something about Casey Jones went for a job interview. And yeah, was that was just, in the cartoon. It was in the cartoon. He still looks as Casey. He's still got his bat. He's and still his got mask. his hockey mask. Yep. But he's wearing a suit and, yep. they, and he got the job. Yep. I cannot wait to play more of this. I, I'm really looking forward to it tomorrow. Anto? I'm really hoping that the success and sort of like reception from you know critics and the public to this game makes developers sort of a bit more confident to take risks and start making pixel art based stuff again yeah um, well i mean this had a whole thing behind it like the ninja turtles arcade game was one of the most popular arcade games that ever came out yeah. i think only second to street fighter honestly um Ooh. and the as i said the devs here were fans Mm. clearly they were fans because they've put so much of those original arcade games in this game and made it more accessible to everyone. It's not a, a, a penny uh, pincher anymore. It is a fully fledged game with different difficulty settings. Um, and I think rewind? that... Rewind? No rewind. For it. You don't need it. It's, it's an arcade game. You don't need it. Um, you might not. No, well, see, when you like... How you get extra lives in this game is that you chain combos together. Oh, yeah. So your, your combos count until you get hit. And once you've got a certain amount, it gives you an extra life. It's great. It's it's fantastic. And that might just be baby mode that I was playing. But uh, it's such a great game and everyone really, really needs to play it. Especially if you played the arcade game and loved it as a kid. But back to my original point, I'm not too sure, Anto, that... Like, yeah, people should do more high-end pixel art games. Absolutely, 100%. Like River City Rampage, River, River City Girls. I loved all them. I still do. Scott Pilgrim. I, Scott Pilgrim. I love pixel art games. But I think without a, uh, a property behind it, I, I think it's still a big risk. Yeah. Because, like, so my daughter's almost 15. And she hates pixel art because it hurts her eyes. She didn't grow up with it. Uh, you know, her first game that she played was Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it's all right. You can do it. She doesn't watch the show. Uh, yeah, I know. It's right? the only reason I'm doing it. Um, I, I think this appeals to a certain cluster of people and whether... People 13 over. Well, no. <laughs> no, it's 30 pixel over. Art, right. Pixel art, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely 35 plus. Um, if you didn't grow up with it, then in getting the casual person on board, it's going to take a big property like Ninja Turtles in order to convince them, I think. Yeah, What's, I mean, I just I don't see... I don't know. I I look at stuff like this that looks as flashy and colourful and just full of love like it looks to be. And I can't think anything but this looks cool. Mm. And, you know, sure, we've got systems that are capable of pushing out near photorealistic stuff, but... I still think that's nostalgia, dude. Yeah, I honestly think... I I mean, your favourite game's Final Fantasy VII. That's all pixels. Well, polygons, but they look like (laughs) pixels. 
That you know what I mean? It's got that look, and whether you're conscious of it or not, you look at something, you get that little dopamine release that goes, "Oh, yeah. remember when life wasn't awful," and you, you grow an <laughs> attachment to it. Oh, remember when life wasn't awful? Jeez. Seriously, the nineties were actually. The best don't time. worry, his partner and child don't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they they won't know he's referring to the life with them as awful. No, I just mean. As a whole, like we're in a pretty dark timeline at the moment. You keep, the dig- you keep digging that hole, mate. No, I don't care. Maybe I'll get you a shovel, put <laughs> put it over the top of me, and be done with it. All right. Uh, speaking of being done with it, let's quiz on your face. Hey. Well, that was a disgusting pun. Right? I didn't even realise it. Sure was. Quiz on the face ben. or quiz on your face is a uh, game that we play where I. Uh, take some questions from our Patreons as well as discover facts from myself and present them to Floppy and Anto in the form of a multiple choice question. If you think you know the answer, shout out your name and I will come to you at night time. I will raise you from your sleep. I will come to you. That's a horrible song. I used to sing it a lot as a teenager. Disturbing as Doug Anthony All-Stars used to uh, sing it. A lot. Cancel Ben is trending again. <laughs> Only because Dan's gone. Uh, so we have, if you take part in this game, you're on the scoreboard forever. So, so far we have Ben S from Toy Power Podcast is on one. Trent from Toy Power Podcast is on two. Brayden is on five. Jazz is on two. Anto's on 14. And Floppy is on 16. Excuse me, I was on 15 last week. Were you? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll fix that right now. <laughs> hang on. Wait. Hang on. I was on 17. No, you, no, weren't. you weren't. Well, if all you have to do is shout it and it gets changed. No, I recall that with my uh, Xavier type skills and not just, just the baldness. Being bald doesn't give you Xavier. <laughs> it type. does. We've been through this floppy. Sorry. I'm Xavier. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, first one. Yes. First question. Yes. Is from Dylan the Villa. Zone five. No. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Towerfall is the best-selling game on the failed Ouya console. <laughs> but how many copies did it sell? A, 70,000. B, 7,000. C, 10,000. Or D, 5,000. Floppy. Anto. Floppy? Ah. B, 7,000. B, 7,000? Yes. Correct. Hey! <laughs> and that was the best-selling... <laughs> Game. <laughs> so uh, that was a guess, by the way. Well, you guessed correctly, and now you are on seventeen. Two okay. ahead of Anto. That was just me predicting the future. All right, here we go. Question number two. Which console had the very first RPG? A. The Atari Twenty Six Hundred. <laughs> B. The Atari VCS. C. The NES. Or D. The Famicom. No one wants to yell. It's hard mode. Okay. I went hard mode. Sorry, Anto? This isn't my answer, but I think none of these are correct. No, one of them is correct. Because technically... Oh, God, here we go. There was a system that came out alongside the ColecoVision and Atari 2600 that had a Dungeons & Dragons game on it. So would that not count? Was I don't know. RPG? Have you got the release date? I could find it. No, just answer the question. <laughs> it would have been 78, 79. Answer the question. A, B, C, or D? I've forgotten what the answers were. Uh, floppy. Floppy? A. Atari 2600 is correct. Oh! 
That's what was it? What you get for trying to be logical. That's he's he's going to go for a turnover. Yeah, go for it. Who, who's the game master? <laughs> Who are you going to argue with? Me? Good luck with that. <laughs> okay, next question comes from Michael Town. Some Game Boy games. Okay, this is a wordy one. Big surprise. Uh, cause it's, cause Hang it's on. Townsy one. You if, know he won't change his store on you. And I might deduct a point because you're cheating. I'm not cheating. You're looking up on the internet. That's cheating. A previous question. <laughs> I'm still cheating. How is the cheating? Turn it off now. I'm taking a point away. Ooh. Michael Towns asks, if you come across a pirated version of Michael Jackson, the experience on Nintendo 3DS, you would discover copy protection added by the devs, which replace the in-game A, hats with fidget spinners. <laughs> B, Music with the sound of the Vuzulas. You know what they are? Anti. No, no, it's the... They have at the soccer. C, NPCs from standing to planking. Or D, backgrounds with footage from the 1984 Prince film, Purple Rain. Anto. Anto? Sound of the Vuzulas. Correct. Really? Yep. Did you know that one? Yep. So what what did they replace with that sound? All his music? All of the songs were replaced with just that, like... I kind of want that. Well, because it was a pirated version. Oh, <laughs> so, I forgot that bit. It's pretty like, cool. what a weird DLC to add. <laughs> <laughs> Who paid for that? All right, here we go. Last question. Are we ready? Yes. Anto, are we ready? Yep. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Which of the following was a possible name for the Nintendo DS? Was it A, Country Boy? <laughs> B, City Boy? C, World Boy, or D, Backstreet Boy. Floppy. Floppy? C, World Boy. Incorrect. God. Anto. Anto? Fucking City Boy. Correct! I was say it's B, it? And did you know that? Yep. <sighs> so, at the well end done. of that round, well we done, have uh, Ben S1, Trent 2, Jazz 2, Braden 5, Anto on 17, and Floppy on 18. Oh, come on, man. I'm supposed to be way ahead of you. This is my jam. It's not music related. <laughs> it's getting closer and closer and closer. It's exactly the same as it was at the start of the game. Anto, now the game's finished. Did you find out the uh, the, 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 the answer to your um, It's a trap. <laughs> maybe, because I think it comes down to like a day to our release timing. Oh, really? Mm. So, yeah. Um, so, I was right? I don't know, because I don't Sorry, know which no, came you first. Can you can say it. What was the, what was the just, game called? Do you know? It. it was called Ben's Right. <laughs> mm. just, just say the name of that game for me. Say it. Just, come on. Purse your lips. Hang on. No. no. <laughs> do that. Do You're the... probably right. What's a no, wonderful... no, 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 not probably. What wonderful airtime we've got right now. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, this is our gaming cast. We are Hack the Dino, and we hope you enjoyed your time here on our ship full of hugs and puppies and lions and bears. Oh, my. That's right. Really weird Noah's Ark. Hack the Dino gaming cast. It's your veritable (laughs) Noah's Ark where we're taking two of everything and putting them into a fight in the death to find out which animal alone deserves to survive the oncoming plague. Floppy. If you uh, had to uh, uh, hole up in your house to prevent the death of millions, Yep. what would you do? Probably just play games. Cool, cool. What else would you do? Probably about it. Plug your shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd go, yeah, (laughs) all right. 
was the weirdest segue. Yeah. Uh, you can jump over to Floppy Plays Games on Instagram. Check out the stuff that I have been purchasing, playing, showing off. Purchase anything good? Uh, yeah, what do I have to put up there lately, actually? Have we got my Instagram up there, Anto? Probably not. Probably uh, not. We do. We do? Oh, so yeah, I got a whole bunch of new Switch stuff. So that one in the center, actually, the one in the center there. Uh, a couple of new collector's editions for some Switch games that I came across my lap. Um, as well as a copy of uh, Blade, I think it was called Blade Fury, and Owlboy, which I've already wanted for quite a long time. And from that collection, I purchased from you Ion Fury, which was a really, you really did. cool uh, game. Think back to sort of your Duke Nukem 3D games, mm -hmm. 3D Realms. In fact, I think 3D Realms published it. Uh, but yeah, it used to be called Ion Maiden, but yep. they had to change it legally. Uh, we actually streamed it way back when with Dan on stream. No, not with me. Super fun game. Now this is well before your time. Yep. Uh, super fun game. And when it's been out on digitally for ages, mm -hmm. when I saw the uh, physical edition come at a very, very good price, I decided to pick it up and it's a fun time. Nice. Especially uh, yeah, if you like that, those old games. That La Mulana 1 and 2 collection is like Indiana Jones platform. I think it's really freaking cool. Nice. And it came with like um, like a leathery, a fake leather notebook and there was a puzzle and everything in there. Really cool um, collector's edition. I've also got some, I got some accessories from a little place called Switcheries. Mm -hmm. I got that, uh, that controller there. Mm -hmm. Has Rumble, mm -hmm. has Gyro, is Wireless. Yeah, right. It's freaking awesome. USB charge? USB charge. Yeah, nice. USB-C uh, charge and some cool little thumbsticks. Nice. Cool. There you go. Anto. Hello. What do you do? Um, I do stuff. Um, cool. I'm Stuff's also good. on Instagram under uh, Hey It's Anto one because Hey It's Anto was taken. <laughs> really? um, oh, we're just stealing my catchphrase now. Okay, that's fine. What? That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, because Ben won. Yeah, uh, no, when I... Remember that I have it and, you know, use it. Um, I also put up stuff like things I've picked up. Um, I have less bookcase behind me now. What does that mean? Very I don't know, but dead air is real bad. Um, yeah, dead air. Uh, yeah, I do stuff like Floppy does, just way less frequently. Um, I also am on our Twitch channel doing gameplay stuff more frequently um, in the future, moving forward. Um Thanks to the FF7 reveal, I'm going to be doing a playthrough of 7 Remake very Blind soon. Forward, which will be good. Uh, which will be fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you do, Ben? Oh, not nothing. I don't, nothing. I don't do anything for anyone. I'm just selfish. Uh, I go over to Bad Game Arts, and when I remember, because I've only just remembered now when we came to close the show, I went, oh yeah, I didn't do that this week. Uh, I find the worst art from the 90s and early 2000s of video game-related uh, visual experiences. There's some real bad art out there, and I find it all and let you uh, laugh at it and go, what is wrong with 90s kids? And I can tell you what's wrong with 90s kids. We grew up. We, di we didn't get to stay in the 90s forever. And that's a bad thing. But you can also head on over to Mr. Benjamin as well, which is where I put up some of my finds of, of stuff that I got. Uh, the Mega Toy Fair was on last weekend, so I got some stuff there. I found some stuff out and about. Um, I was supposed to be cutting back and saving because I want to buy a Chrono Trigger. But um, that's, that's not going well, especially when I find cool stuff like this. But I think I might talk about that in the post show. So if you're a Patreon... Be on the lookout in our Discord channel for the link to our post show because you're awesome. If you would like to be a Patreon, head on over to hackthedino.com where you can see all our socials. You can find our links to our Discord. You can find our links to our Patreon. You can find links to everything we do. Hackthedino.com. Would you stop touching that? 
For the podcast people, yes, it's exactly what you think. <laughs> but until next time, remember these words. Thank you.